Support for WMNF and Live Music Showcase comes from listeners like you and Generations Cosmetic and Family Dentistry. This modern dental office provides both routine and complex treatments, including improving smiles. More at gendentistry.com. This is Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We are live in studio today with Carabelle. Take it away, guys.
Live Music Showcase. We're live in studio with Carabelle. Our eyes have been sewn shut. Thank you. Thank you. Sexy. <laughs> Love it. They're going to be playing some more music for us here in the first half of the show. Once we get to the second half, when we get to that halfway point, we're going to chat with this indie band about indie music. What is it? What is indie music? You just never know what you're going to get when a band calls themselves indie. You know what I mean? Very know what you mean. Yeah. So we're going to talk about what that means, what indie music means to them, what indie music means to you, listeners, because we do have a fun segment at the halfway point called AMA Ask Musicians Anything. We'll get into that here in a minute. But first, let's hear uh, your next uh, song? Yep, this yeah. song is called Wasting Time. So.
Maribel here on Live Music Showcase. You're listening to WMNF 88.5. We are live here on the radio on 88.5 FM here on your radio. You're driving in your car right now. You're trying to miss the uh, the rush hour traffic on Friday evening or you're chilling at work. You've got your radio on. If you have a literal physical radio sitting at your desk at work right now, uh, I applaud you. That's amazing. It's 2023. You know the internet exists. You can listen to this on WMNF.org and you can watch this show, the full visual experience, see what these handsome gents look like. They're all very color coordinated. It's casual, but it's color coordinated. It's nice. It's a nice palette that you have go- going on here. You can watch the show at Facebook. Uh, just search WMNF's live music showcase to see the full production video live stream that we have going on right this second. And if you're a person who just stumbled on the radio, but you're like, I don't listen to the radio. How'd this happen? I don't know what, even know what any of these buttons do. But you listen to podcasts, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music. Just search Live Music Showcase. Every single episode we've done in the past uh, year and a half now uh, are all on there, past episodes. And every episode, every new episode drops by 5 p.m. on Fridays, every Friday, because we are live here on the radio every Friday at 2 p.m. on WMNF. 88.5. So what's the next song called? Uh, the next song is called Static Wave. So we just released uh, an album a, a couple months ago, and this is the title track off of the album. Cool. So, uh, we'll go ahead and play that.
That's Carabelle with Static Waves here on Live Music Showcase. Uh, they are live in studio right now as we speak. Coming up in just a little while, we're going to dig into who Carabelle is. Our newer band, new-ish band, uh, pandemic new band, I think, you know, born out of... Uh, the great catalyst, as I like to call it, uh, back then. We're going to get into exactly who they are and what makes them tick in just a little bit. What's the next song called? Uh, this next song is called Jovial. So, hope Take you guys it. are happy to hear it. <laughs> uh, zealous, I would call myself. I'd call myself <laughs> irruberant at the moment. Yeah. <laughs>
Clarabelle on live music showcase here, live in studio here on 88.5. Uh, I love the I love the licks, the guitar licks. I love the tone, the overall like feel of this is is very much like scratching the you know angsty late teenage early twenties part of my brain that that loved this music and still does to this day. I love I love the resurgence that it's you know currently enjoying uh, all over the globe. Yeah, we're gonna talk about all of that. And a lot more here coming up in, I think, just one more song. If we got one more, okay. and then we'll dive into uh, getting to know each other a little better after all. Uh, you guys want to play Breaking All the Rules right now? Let's do that. Breaking All the Rules. Nice. It's my Switching favorite thing to do. Switching things up a little bit, you know? Yeah.
Carabelle on Live Music Showcase here. Very nice, guys. Thank you. Well executed. There's a lot of smiles in the room. Everybody's real happy with how that one went. That was really <laughs> nice. Very nice. Nice uh, beat one drops, as our customary in this style of music. Uh, you know, the harmonies, nice and tight, nice and on point. I have some theories because I've, I've been doing this... Uh, decent amount of time to where I can make a few assumptions and sometimes they're they're true. We'll get to that in a second. But first, uh, this is your chance as the listeners to get directly involved in the show. Get all up in our business. Uh, this is the AMA segment of the show. Ask musicians anything. This is your chance to ask Carabelle any questions that uh, Pop into your noggin about music, about indie music, about them, about where they come from. They're from the Orlando area. That's like a foreign territory to most Tampanians, <laughs> unless you're going to uh, theme parks, which is not Orlando, not technically. Yeah, see? Kissimmee. They're like, not quite. Yep, Kissimmee, there you go. So you can call in right now to the studio. The phone number is 813-269-9663. That number again is 813-269-9663. Or you can, that's right, there it is. Uh, or you can uh, leave us an email if you're an email person, uh, dj at wmnf.org. So uh, call in or send us an email with any of your questions or comments that you might have for the band. At the end of the show, I will take those questions from our board op, Charlie, who's in there taking those questions for you from you guys. And the best ones will make it on the radio. We'll actually ask them. We'll give you a little credit, uh, whoever you are. We don't really typically say last names because we don't want to give that stuff away but first names are good and where you're from too where you're listening is always a big plus so um you guys carabelle are an indie band indie band indie emo sort of kind of what do you what do you what would you call yourselves i'd say alternative rock is uh it's a pretty good definition of the style of music we play but indie alternative rock yeah um, but like you guys said indie is a large you know, umbrella. it's a catch-all. Yeah, it's an Truly. umbrella, and I don't. To me, it just means that you know, independent. Really, that we just do everything ourselves and just have fun doing it. So. And it's funny because nowadays, uh, it's kind of a misnomer because there are indie labels, right. which is kind of an oxymoron, you know, because the word indie does have its roots from the word independent, which means you don't have a label, you don't have representation. You just have your little old selves in a van, sleeping on couches, touring <laughs> around the country, uh, doing drugs to each other, et cetera. Like that, that's, that's what indie used to mean a long, long time ago. Now, indie uh, is whatever you want it to be, you know, at the right. end of the day. So. Uh, I had a view of indie music like around 2010, 12, 13, when all, like Two Door Cinema Club and yeah. then, uh, Phoenix started rising. Like a lot of those bands, I remember those were indie bands. Like you always heard that when it uh, totally. came to that. But I, at the time, didn't know indie meant independent. But yeah, once <laughs> the uh, you know results came out. <laughs> well, the truth is, it doesn't mean independent anymore. Is, is kind of the point. Yeah, like indie yeah. is indie is a genre now. Yeah, it, yeah. It's more of a classification of style than yeah. it is a uh, an expression of status. Essentially, right. like what what the band is, you know. Yeah, like, right. And you know, there's indie labels. There's indie radio now. There's indie you know internet shows. You know, the the most famous of them probably being KEXP up in uh, oh, up absolutely. in Seattle and, and up in that area. So. When you're writing this music, when you're writing this kind of music, you know what I think would be fun, actually? I think it would be fun to call this episode uh, a cookbook of how to be an indie band, basically. 
you know. So tell me, what what was step one for Carabelle in being an indie band? Uh, I'd say step one was we, me and Brad on drums, we grew up together. I knew um, it. We <laughs> knew it. There's no way you get harmonies that tight if you haven't been singing together for years. Yeah, no, yeah. literally. I, I, I thought that was going to be his assumption. Absolutely. <laughs> I thought like they're brothers or they're cousins or something. Just yeah. friends. We've been, literally we have pictures of us together in diapers. So Aww. we've been friends forever. Um, but yeah, his parents were in an awesome uh, band. They always played every weekend and they had a really cool music room and we would just take every chance we had to be in that music room and try to experiment with, you know, different instruments, different sounds. Um, but that's where it started for us. So I mean, so how old? How old were you? What's your earliest well, memory? We started? Of it? Yeah. Well, when you well when uh, you when I you first started remember. going into that room together, that's what I want to know. Okay. How old were you then? Oh man. Um. So I got to think of when we did we did an addition to the house and added on. It was somewhere. Mid. Let's just say like 11, probably. Okay. No, earlier than that. Well, he was playing like Rush uh, on drums when he was like five years old. <laughs> oh, so. yeah, whatever. No big deal. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Literally five years old. He was I knew there was going to be some kind of complex was, drummer in his past, too, because I'm like, man, this guy likes triplets. We got some triplets was, all of it. It was uh, lots of triplet fills. 12 years old. <laughs> 12 years old. But I'd started playing at four years old, actually. I do remember my first kit at four years old and playing on it. it wow. Was, was it multicolored? Uh, white. <laughs> it was white. Okay. White right. and so tiny. White and tiny, yeah. White and tiny. That's when he became self-aware. Boy, there's a joke. There's a there's a oh. NSFW joke in there somewhere. <laughs> anyway, so uh, you're going into this room. What made you guys go into that room in the first place? What made it cool to you? Because at that age, think about it this way. Like, you know, I look at, like, friends. I don't have any kids myself. Uh, my kids are four legs and furry, so we're going to keep <laughs> it that way. Same here. But, uh, you know, you see kids that are that age now, and it's like you can't tell them anything you can't be like that's cool they're gonna be like because you said it's cool it's not so (laughs) what made you guys find that so cool so i remember when we were kids we would be in his garage max's garage skateboarding all the time yeah me and his older brother and um i remember we used to pretend of course and i remember us pretending to be Famous, you know, those are the big Tony Hawk days, the mm-hmm. games and stuff, and we were like pretending to be these famous skateboarders, and we're, you know, going down the half pipe on this little tiny quarter pipe in his garage. Of course. And, uh, you know, it, it was either that or we were rock stars, musicians, and being in our band. That was always like a <clears throat> dream as kids, and, um, you know, skateboarding one was, uh, you know, we skateboarded pretty hard for a long time, and uh, we lost it now. Terribly. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, today, I mean, we just... We just always played in the music room. We'd come home from school, and my parents would be gone. And Max's dad played guitar, so he he had a little interest in guitar from that. Yeah, he would sing and, uh, and uh, play around campfires, you know, family yeah. get-togethers. <laughs> I mean, I've always just been obsessed with music. So right. even as a little kid, just finding a record and being like, okay, I'm going to listen to this until the CD doesn't work anymore. Really? Just replaying it, replaying yep. it over. I think the first real <coughs> album that I was uh, obsessed with was... Um, Postal Service, Never Give Up. That's a great album. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many times I've listened to that album just in the back of the family car and just playing it over and over on the Walkman. And was it like, was it the... Because music is all about feelings at the end of the day. Like, we can we can all, like, rationalize and talk about the logic of it. Well, I like the pieces of it, and I like her voice and this and that. But the reality is it was the feeling. So what was the feeling that you got from listening to that album? Why did it make you want to burn it out? 
Uh, it's a feeling I still get whenever I hear something new, or like if even I get this feeling whenever we write a new song in the music room together, it almost brings tears to my eyes. That's the feeling. Is like you can feel the tears welling up in the back of your head, and it just gives you chills all up and down your arms. And so whenever I hear a good song, you know, I, I still get that feeling. You know, just do thinking you, about it. <laughs> so then, do you get that same feeling when you play your own music now? When you guys play your own music? I do. I, I mean, that's probably really conceited to say, but <laughs> well, that's why he clearly has a huge ego, right, guys? Like the band, the, band, the rest of the band's like this guy. I know. <laughs> you don't want to see him when he's the door. <laughs> Get rid of him. Uh, Get rid of him. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah there. There's. I, I wrote a song probably like six months ago, and it's a really emotional song. And I remember showing my wife this song, and while I was playing it, I started cracking up because I just started bawling my eyes out, and I'm like. <laughs> You know, and I laughed at the same time because I I do think it's like hilarious. a psycho. That's fine. It's fine. Cry laugh. Cry, cry laughing. You know? Yes, absolutely. I'm normal. I'm normal. I'm. He's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm normal. It's fine. It's fine. But but I actually know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I, I do a little songwriting too. And during the pandemic, uh, you know, I had some personal loss and I wrote a song about it. And it and I found and maybe you can relate to this that when you when you write music with your whole heart. When you write from a place of sincerity and, and, and vulnerability, you can come up with something that's really hard to actually finish performing because oh. you, cause you yeah. connect with those emotions every time. It's like you take those emotions and you put them into that song the, in absolutely. some kind of a compartmentalized way so that every time you perform it, you then have to figure out a way to access those emotions without just falling yeah. to pieces. <laughs> that's what that song that I'm talking about, it, you know, we also lost a friend during the pandemic and that's what this that song was about. And, you know, every time I play it, it's hard to hold back you yeah. know, for me. But I think it does make the song better because whenever you, I got a note from a friend in high school when we were writing songs and I, you know, I've always written songs and his note to me was, you know, it just needs to be more emotional when you sing. Mm. And that's the biggest thing I've ever took any so sort of note is like, you know, what that emotion is, I can't say, but I know that I know when a song needs more of it, you know. So step two in the indie cookbook is, is emotion. Emotion. Absolutely. Sing with emotion, play with emotion. I love that. Yep, We're not talking about emo. No. Although <laughs> although like mm -hmm, they're pretty close. They're in there. Yeah. You add it you throw a dash of emo into it and you're independent, and you're, emotional, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. It's Which we just played emo night uh Tampa when was that, two weeks ago? Yeah. And man, that was such an awesome experience. There's a good emo scene here. Oh, Tampa yeah. is yeah. Tampa is one of my favorite towns ever. Go Bucks! Just had to say it one time. So. There it is. Yeah. But. Is that a band or I don't know? How <laughs> dare you? Is that a football team? <laughs> it's a football is. team, right? Yes, of course. The foosball. Yeah. Uh, no. So, okay. So singing with emotion, playing with emotion, and then um, from what I can hear here, the hard part about doing that then is making sure that you can balance out your um, your emotive qualities while still engaging with the logical nuts and bolts. We performed it, we rehearsed it this way, we gotta hit every cue, we have to make sure that we're all in tempo together, we have to make sure we're in sync, and, and finding a balance between that awareness and completing, completely letting go and going off into the emotional space. Right. So obviously, you're a very like in like kind of hooked into your emotions here. I would imagine that the other members of the band are a little less so and allows them to kind of be more engaged with that part of the process. Is that accurate? 
I think it's different because, I mean, whenever you hear him playing guitar, I've, just the sounds of his guitar to me sound super emotional, you know, because I feel like he does put a lot of thought and emotion. Hopefully totally. I'm not speaking for you. Yeah, I just, you know, Max, I say he's the starter deck and we're the booster packs. <laughs> like, we just come together. That's a Pokemon cards <laughs> reference, guys, or World of Warcraft or anything you want it to be. Yeah, Bakugan, not Bakugan, what's the other one? Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever, yeah. That's so, a reference, guys. That's a reference, guys. Ladies, 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 calm down. It's okay. It's sexy, I know. He's I know. Taken. It's very sexy. My wife is hating me right now. <laughs> I hope she's listening. Don't talk about the cards. Come on. But anyway, so, but no, Max, he, he brings the songwriting. He, he brings it in this raw form, but I feel like being a part of a band that meshes together, I mean, when things click, they just click. Like, it's not a huge equation that's wrote out and we have to detail. It just comes naturally and then practicing fine tunes it. But I think that's where when you get a group of guys that just musically, they we just get it. Same page. And it's not something that we have to like work at to like, all right, we gotta, we gotta just put this major amount of work into it. It just, a lot of it comes naturally, which is great. But I mean, yeah. that sounds about right. That makes sense. Uh, you know, you don't do the work if you don't enjoy the work, yeah. after all. Because it's work either way when you're <laughs> in a band. Yes. I mean, and you guys, okay, so you've been around since 2020, basically. Ish, uh, 2021? 2015. Yeah, 2015. Oh, 2015. That's oh, okay. Joined, yeah. It was very low-key. Very, very oh, low-key. I see what you're saying. Okay, okay. <laughs> but the debut album... Yeah, came out in 2020. It, right? No, it came out this year. Came out this year. Yeah, that was year. that was Static Waves. Static Waves. Yeah. Right. Okay. Frozen Lakes EP. Um, that came on out way. in no, that that was before. That, that was, was before. Okay. 2018 or 2019. Yeah. Um, that we released that, uh, and then we had a first EP, uh, that we released in like 2017. But we took that one down because um, we're gonna rework all these old songs because they deserve a lot more. Than mm. they than we did back then. So I love that. I love when musicians personify their music. They're like, they that that song deserves <laughs> that much more. You know? Yeah, that song's mad at me. Like yeah. I've I've, I've genuinely I've genuinely like like me and that song are not getting along right now. I love that. Um, yep. You give it a you give it an identity in your own mind. Well, you absolutely. Know? I remember hearing live at shows. We would play one song. Everybody wanted to hear it. They would always call for it. Was it was it Wonderwall? Yeah, <laughs> Wonderwall. That was it. Yeah, we we did write that. Um, <laughs> right, of course. You know, uh, gave it to. Oasis. <laughs> the Gallagher brothers be damned. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, we had the song. People would always ask for us to play it, and um, we would play it for them. They'd be happy. They'd love it. And But every, when we released the song, um, they heard it on the album. And I just remember a lot of friends coming up and like, they're like, eh, it just doesn't do it. <laughs> and we're like, all right, maybe we should redo these songs. <laughs> well, that's a funny thing, too. I mean, and this could be like you know step three in the in the indie cookbook, so to speak, how to be an indie band cookbook, which is you have to bring the same level of energy from the stage into the recording booth and vice versa, because it's really hard to bottle that energy and then uh, exude it on cue when you hear the click track pre-roll start <laughs> in the in the vocal booth, right? Absolutely, yeah. We uh, are. Uh, Static Waves album it was something completely different for us because you know we piecemealed everything we started with the drums and you know he produced everything um, for our album but we started with that drums and we all were separate at our own you know own homes recording guitar sending it over to him mm -hmm. recording vocals sending it over, you know doing everything so postal service yes yeah, no seriously mm, yeah. Um, but yeah so it like the anticipation though that it took for that because it, you're you're getting like mixes back, but you know every single layer that you put on top of it. 
and each layer that came back you're like okay you're getting more and more excited and that to me that made it you know a a really fun experience that we did it that way yeah and, and so when you're doing it that way one of the hardest things to do then is to maintain your vision of the final product yeah the product i sound like a <laughs> sound like a jabroni final project <laughs> is what i meant to there say uh because and for those of you who are who are not like musicians and you're just like big music fans out there i know we have a lot of them that listen to the show one of the hardest things for a musician and a band to do is to finish the project because you get into that nitty-gritty you get into those 30 40 tracks those layers those those um the plug-in instruments the the effects the vocal processing the the um sweetening you get into all of that and it's kind of like when you're cooking and you don't really know exactly what you want to make but you know all the ingredients you want to use but you get into it and suddenly you're adding elements because you're like oh maybe this will work and then you're adding elements to try to fix something that you that you realize isn't going to work and and the next thing you know you've completely lost sight of what it was supposed to be in the first place i think it's funny cuz he he's good at holding the reins back on me because you drummer I, yeah. yeah because i'm always just like Oh, it's good. Let's release it right now. That's good. <laughs> it's like, I, hey, buddy. I mean, he knows. I would text him like, it's ready. And he's like, like, no, no, it needs a lot. Yeah. But Don't settle. And he's, he, yeah, he's a <laughs> perfectionist. That is for sure. It's the three-day rule. Yeah. It's the three-day calm down rule. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, then, and, and, and then he goes, oh, man, three days later, man, I'm so glad you told me to wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you hear it. You know what that is, too? The first time a musician hears their... Their, the music that's been in their brain and nowhere else except for like on stage during the time when you're playing it and you can't listen to yourself while you're doing that because you're focusing on executing it the first time you really hear it back it doesn't matter if it's not exactly where it needs to be because now it's it's real now it's the it's out in the world right, right? it's exciting and it's really <laughs> exciting because you go ooh that doesn't suck. <laughs> that came from my brain and it doesn't suck. Oh man, this is great. Oh my god. Uh, so, okay, so you've got the you've got your your waiting period and you and you finish the album, right? Uh, and you guys were already playing together before you did the album, yep. right? How much of what you did on stage made it to the album? Like to, like you're talking about taking songs from from a previous project and like kind of like Reworking, reworking them, yeah, like reverse engineering them almost, yeah. I'd say we're pretty close to how we perform these songs on the actual recording. It's yeah. just ten. It sounds ten times better because live, you know. Eh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like we're okay yeah. live, but buy tickets to our next show, please. I, I by, think, all, by all means. I do think though, recording <laughs> did change the song some um, because it gave Jared, 100%. it gave Jared a lot more time to sit down and really just dial in exactly what he wanted to play, you know? I'm like, this well, is terrible. We got to change it. And, <laughs> and you make those tweaks and it just makes it, we don't settle, you make it better because once you hear the vocals and hear the harmonies, all right, I'm going to change that note to this because it's just going to fit right in. Yeah. I so, love things change so, so things much. change, you have to. Like, and there's a lot of times where I'll have the the bass part of what I'm, what I'm playing, but there's going to be a hundred other things I'm going to change and add and... It just makes it better. I love that. Yeah. So, so if there was a step four and a final step to to being an indie band, being Carabelle, for example, what would that step be? Maybe be patient. 
that would, patient. I think that's a really good and humility. Lesson. Yeah, humility <laughs> and patience is a very good thing to n- learn as a band uh, when you're recording and as a human being. You know, it's because all of us will have different, you know, ideas of how the song should be, but you know, th- at the end of the day, it should be something that all of us agree on and that we all love. You know, so love patience that. and humility, and you know, that that's some pride can't be in the music room whenever yeah. you're working as a band together. It's yeah, just, and becomes, Brad's a great guitarist. Like he he'll hear something in his head and he'll like play it, record it, send it to me in a memo, and he's like, dude, I, I hear this in my head. It like do it for me and I'll, and I'll do it and it's like you know what that actually sounds better so I have to come off my horse mm-hmm. and alright you know what we're going to do this for the betterment of the song and that's very important and I hear that in the in the licks that you're playing too like they're all thoughtful they're all clearly uh, there's love in those notes oh, they're, yeah. they're not just you know thrown away or improvised There there is intention there and that's a beautiful thing I love that that's great that's exceptional. So, with that in mind, yeah, no, I was going to say. <laughs> what time zone? Uh, no, um, with that in mind, I'd love to hear one song, and then we'll kind of do a show wrap up there, and then we'll do one last song to wrap up the show. Does that sound good to you guys? Yeah. This sounds great, man. That was great. I, I love um, I, I love the... Uh, Max, I love how like you're you're like I can see you connecting with everything you're saying, you know, and that's that's such a nice thing to hear and, and to see, and, and I know our listeners are probably loving it. So, Carabel here on Live Music Showcase, uh, Orlando band visiting the Tampa Bay market here today. They've got uh, a bunch of music online that you can listen to. You can find them on Spotify, Apple Music, all of the uh, digital streaming platforms. Just search Carabel, C A R R A B. E L L E. Did I say that there right? You go. Yes. Nice. That's oh, a I'm hard a, one. I'm a terrible phonetic speller, so I'm happy that that worked out. Go figure. So we're gonna play unreleased song if that's okay. So yeah, world premiere. Let's do it. <laughs> Heck yeah. Go for it.
Carabelle here on Live Music Showcase. That's our show, everyone. Thanks so much for listening, for watching. You can listen to the show live every Friday at 2 p.m. here on WMNF 88.5 FM and on WMNF.org on the website. Uh, they stream the entire radio feed 24-7 on WMNF.org, so you can listen to WMNF anytime, anywhere, uh, right there on your computer or your mobile device. You can listen to the show in podcast form on Spotify or Apple Music. Just search Live Music Showcase. You can watch the live stream with us every week at 2 p.m. on Facebook. Just search WMNF's Live Music Showcase. And uh, this show is very special because it takes an entire team of really special, really passionate people behind the scenes to make sure that this show runs smoothly. Uh, our sound engineer, sound mixer, Mark Perfetti. Our audio assistant is Pam Robinson. Video director is Ed Lehman. Our camera operators today are Charles Holsoppel, Bree Shoemaker, and Will Stead. Our board op is Charlie Cushing, and I'm your host, Ken Apperson. So we did get one question. Uh, and it's from a friend of the show, David Bryant. And he's really interested to know what your guys' influences are, like who you guys are listening to to, like, cultivate your sound. Uh, for me, I'd say my biggest influences for my songwriting is uh, Death Cab for Cutie and Manchester Orchestra. Those two, for me, are, you know, some of my all-time I hear greats. that. Yeah. Totally. How about, the, how about everybody else? Brand new, Circus Survive. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, yep. Jose Pasillas from Incubus, the drummer from Incubus. Oh, He's yes. One of my favorite drummers of yeah, all time. Totally. <laughs> Thrice. I'm wearing a Thrice shirt actually right now. Yep. It's a great band. Yeah. I actually, a lot of my influences are from like the heavier side of music, but also that old school emo, Taking Back Sunday, brand new. Strice those, and Tina yeah. Turner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, but all that stuff. Boy, they call Yeah. So, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like that's cool. I mean, we hear it. We definitely hear it uh, in the in what comes out of you. You know, I mean, it's such a cool thing to see a genre that honestly I never would have expected to have a resurgence. I was like, okay, it had its time. You know, the, like the emo, screamo, rock, that kind of stuff, like pop punk. It's like okay, it had its time, and now. It's not, but it, but that's not true. Uh, there are huge music festivals going on with those bands that were big at that time. There's new bands making music that are kind of in the similar vein, kind of an evolution of that kind of music all over the globe. And uh, all of that to say, if you're a little bit angry out there or a little <laughs> bit sad or just emotional in general, uh, this is a good genre for you to engage with for sure. Absolutely. I think so. Uh, happy too because uh, there's nothing more fun than uh, than dance fighting uh, <laughs> or skanking at a ska show, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so uh, we're, we're coming up against it here. We're, we're coming up to the end of the show. Uh, if you guys, you know, Max, if you, if you have a last word to any bands out there that are trying to do what you guys are currently doing. What what kind of advice do you have? Uh, you know, the cookbook we did, steps one, two, three, and four, but uh, if you had, uh, you know, a, a prologue or an epilogue. I, I'd say don't settle. That's, don't settle. Yeah, don't settle. Just That's right. Keep going. Yep. So. That dude you're with, ladies, right now, don't settle <laughs> for him. Max is probably single. I don't know. Are you single? You probably got I'm a girlfriend. Married. He's I'm married. There you go. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's flexible. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she's going to be real happy about me saying that. Uh, <laughs> so on that note, um, if you guys want to take us out with one more song, go for it. This is a live music showcase. We've been live in studio today with Carabelle, and we will see you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.
This is WMNF Tampa.